Hello and welcome. This is the uh, this is the show today. G'day. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Why are you so serious? Because I'm. You put a, a jacket on, and all of a sudden on. you get all serious. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a serious person. I uh, know today I've done the the classic dress as if you were flying on a plane. Because sure, I'm flying on a plane. You're wearing all denim. That's the worst thing you can wear on a plane. But it's black denim, and oh, so oh, I thought you were having a fashion go, more of just no. A, you a look heat great. Thank you. But I don't want really to get me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, when I fly, I'm in like all active wear. I look like a mum dropping the kids off at the school. But now, see, this is, I purely base clothing off how much I don't have to put in my bag. So oh, like, I'll so wear two hats. You wear a the heavy jackets. stuff. I'll, I'll, under, for under this, I'm going to get a flannelette shirt just so that I don't have to chuck it in my bag. I've got seven pairs of underwear and on. And I'm flying, <laughs> yeah, I'm flying um, into a cold location. So I'm just getting ready. Why are you acting like you're going to Greenland or something? I'm you're going, going to Melbourne. I'm going, I'm going to the mid-north of Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> How excited are you for your sister's wedding? Honestly? Yeah, my sister's wedding. This is, this is a big week. Yeah. I see. I, I always, like, I am excited. And people ask me a lot, like, how are you feeling? I'm like, yeah, it's exciting. And they go, you don't sound it. I'm excited for the wedding. I'm excited for my sister to have her day. Yeah. We, we, and I I'm excited to get a brother. You're more excited for it to be over so that your sister can stop being just a little bit of the worst. She's not the worst. Oh. She's just not the best. <laughs> but I feel like you're allowed to be that. Oh, wedding. absolutely. She's there's, the bride. There's... Well, I keep saying to her, I was like, how come Taylor, her fiance, soon to be husband, isn't being the worst to me? I was like, well, why is he's it the groom. Time? He has to just be there to cop the bride's crap. He's like. That's his only job. <laughs> he, be there, rock up. I like to imagine nice. he's got a security bracelet and literally he just has to go to the venue. Beep. All right, I'm done. Do I, can I go now? <laughs> I've, I've checked in. <laughs> it's like the airport. He's, he's checked in. But no, it, I'm looking forward to. Seeing my sister happy. I get to mm. walk my mother to her chair at the wedding. Oh, that's a bit cute. Wedding. Uh, so that's pretty neat because I'm a bride's man. We've talked about this yep. in the past. So I'm a, I'm not the maid of honor. It's very nice. Which was, uh, I was very happy with because that's a lot of responsibility <laughs> on young fella. Uh, <laughs> so I'm second in charge. So you, you have also been enlisted to help um, with the oh. music selection. So do you want me to... Okay, I'll, Please go I know through that it. we've been going for a while, but there's a few things that I've been given tasks yes. for. So I, I'm picking the music for the limousines. Because you work venue. in radio, so yeah, obviously. I, I know happy music. Play this gig. I don't know happy music. So I'm looking for the music. I am the runner of the morning of the wedding. I'm doing coffee runs for the boys and the girls. Nice. I'm doing a flower run for the venue. Cute. I'm doing a flower run to the boys so Jeez, they can get their flowers. you're doing a lot of running back. Yeah. How, how far are the bride and groom getting ready? That's a great question. You don't know where I they have gonna... an email that I haven't read about <laughs> the, the, the rundown for the day. Am I, is it? Am I too casual about this? Yes. Why? Because weddings are a big deal. You only get one shot at it if well, you want to do it properly. <laughs> I know it's not your wedding, but you just need to make that wedding day great for that person. I shall have a time. At the end of the day, oh, it's your wedding. Lord. All you need to do is get married to have a good time, right? Hey, Mads, are you sure you don't want to pick someone else? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. She probably won't listen to this until after the wedding. So on the show today, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we've gone. We've done a three-minute sidetrack. Lots to get through. Yeah, we're gonna be. We uh, actually opened the courtroom of Tim and Jess. We did. There was a lot of science today, and we, we're always big fans of science. Yeah, huge. Um, some big space news. Space as well. Space. space. You can't just throw space out there casually. Space. No, it's. We've literally had a button. Space. space. Fact. <laughs> I can't do... press the button. Just say, just start flaming your arms like Kermit the Frog, and then I'll realise she wants me to press the space fact button. Anyway, enjoy the show. <laughs>
Tim and Jess. CQ's Hits. Good morning. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Isuzu. If you want a new car, it's not about want, it's about need. If you mm. need a new car, <laughs> go and check them out. They're cheaper than anywhere else in and this beautiful state of ours. Reef City Motors can help you customise your car to exactly yeah. your specifications. You well. want it to be 13 storeys tall? They'll tell you no. But that's <laughs> not really the point because they'll do what you ask within reason. And that's what a good car dealership will do. It's like last night at Trivia, I, I went up to the bar and I was like ordering dinner. Sure. And I and we've talked about this only a few weeks ago. I said to the, the person serving me, I was like, how big is the half pound burger yes. compared to the quarter pound burger? And she's like, oh, look, maybe it's just... It's probably go- about half. Yeah. I, she, I was like, <laughs> I know literally, I said, I know literally it's double, but like, <laughs> do you think I'll be able to do it? And not knowing me at all, not knowing each other or my eating habits, she was like, maybe just go to the quarter pound. And I was like, I appreciate... Your mm-hmm. honesty. Because you could have got an extra $5 out of me right now, and she didn't. My boyfriend also suggested that you go the smaller yeah. one because he knows you well. <laughs> that really rammed it home. <laughs> that, uh, it was probably the right choice. Look, uh, lots to get through today. Uh, it's the middle of the week, which mm-hmm. is always good. That means, uh, by definition, we're halfway halfway there. This is it. We're, we're basically at the weekend. Sometimes on Wednesday afternoon, because of how our work week goes, I go, pretty much over. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm I've got it Thursday and Friday. It's good to hear you phone in Thursday and Friday <laughs> really hard. In. I just know that there's not a lot left to do, which is <laughs> always great. Um, look, Alpha Bucks after eight, hopefully can give away a grand. That'd mm-hmm. be great. But up next, I don't know if this is science or not, because I like to bring forward science to the show, as do you. I mean, I'm going to be talking some science before the end of this hour. Well, so that's good. I, at least we have that in in the back to yeah. know that we've absolutely got one science thing happening. I don't know. Is a study science? Well, it is, yeah. isn't it? That's how scientists do their research, isn't oh, it? No, nah. Sometimes you can just observe. Sure. A study. That's well, I a guess study. I've got some science news <laughs> up next. It's Tim and Jess. Get up with Tim and Jess. And science is a very important thing. Sure. Uh, science is all, if you really think about it. Okay. You open your eyes, somehow, scientifically, that happened. Because the, your brain sent a message for your nervous system, whatever. It's science. Right. Can't explain it. I didn't do great with biology. I didn't do great in science in school. And I don't know why. Chemistry? No, thanks. Too much uh, calculations. Botany, though. Whew. Botany? Love me that was a separate botany. subject for you? Yeah. Like a, like a unit, not a... Do you want to be a botanist? Well, I did. Anyway. <laughs> science, right? Science. It's wild. It starts conversations just like this. And uh, there's, there was a company over in the United States that's been doing a, a study since the 1970s, but not telling people what the study's about. Oh, so a, just, a long-term one. Yeah, so a long-term one. So uh, they've updated the statistics and they've been going through just asking them like how they're feeling about everyday life at the same time every single year. And the information is just mind-blowing. And um, this might sound like a personal attack on yourself, Jessica. Okay, go on. Research released this month uh, has absolutely concreted, concreted, put in concrete, that dog owners are far happier than cat owners, far happier human beings. I mean, this is just a stab in the heart. Well, no. 36% 36% of dog owners classified themselves as very happy compared to cat owners with only 18%, literally half of happiness. Oh, I mean, who's more happy out of you or me? Me. Absolutely no. I nearly swore that no, no, was no, so no, wrong. No, no. You're, remember, 
you're negative positive, I'm positive negative. Yeah. Internally, I'm positive with a negative outlook. <laughs> Externally, you're positive with a negative internal. That's the confusion. Sure. I disagree with this study. You disagree with on a stone cold fundamental numbers? level. All yes. right. So I I uh, I think it's interesting. And when you, these studies are done, it's always like, well, what's the group of people? Sure. How many people? How many? Well, it didn't. I'm not. I'm not here to do a bloody thesis oh, no. for you. Right. Why, why would, would you do I any do, research? Why would I do two levels of research? <laughs> I've, I've read the headline. You... <laughs> that's that's all I need, and that's that's pretty. Like pretty wild. So twenty eight percent people saying they're they're happy with their animal family regardless of what animal they have. Sure. But I I was a bit surprised. Like cats are uh, that probably more gifable than dogs. Like they, that brings a lot of happiness. They also give a lot more affection. Cats. Yeah. It's really hit and miss though. Your cat either really loves you or really doesn't. I think it's same could be said about your dog. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Can what we, you're saying look, is that every animal and human being are different. Can, I know that we're, we're going to argue about this for a long time. Oh, it's not an argument. But can we both agree that bird owners are probably the most lonely? Oh, I'm pre- it's not here, and I can't vouch for this, but I'm pretty sure it came in at negative 40% <laughs> happiness. But that's, that's not a stat that I'm happy to throw out there with stone-cold information. If I'm just saying... Yep. All assumptions. If you own a snake, you've probably committed a crime. <laughs> Tim and Jess on Hip Seat. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, China's the biggest country in the world, right? Yeah. Population-wise, a lot of people. A billion. Huge. Two billion, maybe. They're trying to curb people being unruly mm-hmm. in China by putting surveillance technology in place. So is this for tourists or for the for the Chinese people? It's for the Chinese people mainly, but oh. also it's in big high population tourist areas. So well, China is one of those interesting countries where uh, like the cities like Beijing and mm-hmm. Hong Kong and like they're very developed cities like very similar to Tokyo, but then the the more west you get, it's a different world. It's like you're living in the 1950s. Well, they're going to start monitoring guests. Um, to one particular festival. There's a big f- um, festival period uh, in China when they're going to start getting using facial recognition to start honing in on people doing bad things, people climbing peach trees, picking flowers, damaging plants during the festival because it's it apparently called uncivilised. I mean, the big three crimes. Uh, we I think <laughs> that's what all entered our heads just then. You, you think of people that are in prison for 10-plus years, you go, peach tree climbers. You probably Fence th- rustlers, <laughs> you know, the normal, the standard. You're probably thinking, oh, well, it's a bit of an invasion of privacy to use facial recognition yeah. technology, right? If you're not doing anything wrong, what's the point? This isn't the first time that they've done this. No, it's China. In 2017, another park in, in Beijing, Beijing installed toilet paper dispensers with facial recognition because they didn't want people using too much toilet paper so they were scanning wow. people's faces as they went to use the loo and then dispensing 60 to 70 centimetres of yep. toilet paper depending on how much that individual person needed. Oh, what a, that's a crime in itself. Imagine you've had a bad curry the night before. Right! And you're like, all right, thank you for my four squares. May I have some more, please? May I have some more? And then the, a police officer kicks the door in right? onto your head. Now you're unconscious and you've got the runs. I'm never going to China again. This well. The scary thing is by next year they are planning a social credit system that will be live from next year 
and where people have a score out of a eight hundred. Oh. Depending on how good they are in society, how much they contribute, whether they've done bad things, your points go up and down. Some uh, government in particular must have been watching The Good Place on Netflix. Right. For the point system. I mean, I this, don't hate it. This is some like black mirror stuff right here. I'm I, terrified. I think it's great. I love a point system. I want to get as much. Can you go over points? I don't. Can I think, I think 800 is the most. No, nah, I'd get 801. I'd find the point. You would I'd not. I'd find the point. You're the worst. You'd be like 124 oh, points. You climb a peach tree once in your life and you dock <laughs> 700 points. You can't get a job after that. It's ridiculous. Honestly. <laughs> this is why you don't should, you shouldn't travel, kids. <laughs> Go on Kentucky instead. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. If you've been waiting for it, the drone-based Google delivery service is launching in Canberra this week. It's uh, fitting that it launches in Canberra. I assume uh, obviously it has a lot to do with government regulations, and they've thought, look, this could be dangerous. But if sure. we're going to test it, we might as well bloody test it well, for Parliament House. Canberra has, like, a, you know, their own little rules, don't they? Like, they get things that other states don't. Name three. I don't know. Fireworks? Fireworks. All right, well, that's one, yeah. Um, Wait, you can buy fireworks in Canberra? Yeah, and they're legal. Wow. It's, I mean, they used to be, at least. I haven't been to Canberra in a hot minute, so I'm not super sure. I haven't got a ute full of fireworks like I did when I was 19. But, uh, yeah, Canberra's a bit different. I agree with you. Yeah, and I think it's really cr- great that um, you'll be able to use this service in Canberra. And hopefully, if it goes well, yeah. it means it'll roll out across so the country. It's like, I don't know, Uber Eats and those services where food gets delivered to you by... A, like, it's a del- food yeah. delivery. But there's some weird ones. So, obviously, there's, like, Baker's Delight, a few cafes, Guzmani Gomez. Drummond Golf. Really? It's not often I'm sitting at home thinking, geez, I wish I had a new Srix and Fall. <laughs> what Actually, is that? It, it's a golf ball. Oh, okay. But to be fair. I just imagine like a little drone hovering with like a golf club oh. underneath it. <laughs> that actually, seems dangerous. Mate, it might actually finally be the time where I can get a bit of distance off a golf drive that I hit. Those <laughs> never go far. So I might start using this drone and just be like, deliver my ball to the green, please. Yeah. That, that's where I live. <laughs> it's pretty neat. And uh, look, they are rolling it out. There is... Very, very um, limited testing at this stage. There's going to be a lot of tests, though. There's approved um, the program for 100 houses following a successful trial. So if this one goes well, then we might um, we might see some right. more. We've got a friend in Canberra. We do. Do we register his address and see if it works for him? I think we should. We'll give him a buzz after the show. Okay, yeah, that's his name's a good Josh. Point. I think we should think this needs to be done. Okay. Because then we'll go visit and it benefits us. <laughs> Win. Win. Check out this story as much as everything else uh, that is trending right now at hit.com.au. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can escape to Heron Island on the Great Barrier Reef. It's right on your doorstep. Now, you've promised space up space next. Space fact. So, ju- oh, mate, we have literally <laughs> talked about the hand signals for this. Space, space fact. fact. This button Do was your job. What's the, we were just talking. What's the signal for when you want me to press the space fact button? Oh, do I just give you the finger? Is that no? You <laughs> raise your arms and wave them in the air like Kermit the Frog. All right. There's there's only two fingers being raised right now. <laughs> I get the message. We're going to talk about it. space up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now we don't like to drop this lightly. No, we don't. But today there's going to be a big. 
We literally just talked about doing the hand signals and you did nothing. You already... You gave me a look. Give me a hand signal. You want me to press a button? How is this that hard to communicate? You nailed it. What are you yeah, I know, but I just—you were like, "Yes, I can do that," and then immediately the first opportunity. Shut you your mouth! Do it. I've got enough. something important to say. All right, so you give me a hand signal. The world is soon to see the first picture of a black hole. Space, Space fact. fact. Aren't they just like it's like this concave? System. We don't know. We've never seen a picture of one, have in we? In Interstellar, they do this neat thing that I assume Interstellar was. is not real, dear. It felt real. Matthew McConaughey is a good actor. Tonight, astronomers across the globe are holding six major press conferences simultaneously to announce the first results of the Event Horizon Telescope, which was designed precisely to give us a picture of a black hole. Space, Space fact. <laughs> I imagine it's uh, they're going to send the photo back digitally because camera's going to get sucked yeah. in the hole. Camera's going to get sucked in the hole, right? It's been a long wait because it's really difficult. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, it's just a black hole, whatever. It's not a selfie. But they, the only way they know that it's a black hole is it's this little light out in the distance, right? So imagine, they said, taking a photo of a golf ball on the moon. That's how precise and accurate this photo has to be. Okay. That's uh, it's going to need some high res. High res. In, in the photography world, they would say. Uh, wouldn't it be a shame if they get all the way out there and they've just realised that some alien forgot to turn off his headlights? It's like, ah. Uh, they're, not, they're not going <sighs> out there. Just, he's left his headlights. He's left his headlights on. <laughs> they're not, they're they're not going, out going there. to the no, black yeah. hole. It's, it's a telescope, no, you yeah. fool. No, it's, they're going out there. Trust me. I've seen the ship. This is what they want you to think. They're out there with their, their Canon Nikon 3, whatever a camera is called, and they're going to snap a photo. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to get sucked into the black hole. What a mission, though. Right. If you got to see a black hole and, like, you're the only person to ever see it in person, but you had to get sucked into it, would you do it? No. Nah. What if you're 92? No. Nah. Oh. <laughs> Who knows what's on the other side of that black hole? We don't know. That's the best. That's why you would do it at that age. This black hole, they're estimating, is four million times the mass of our sun. Oh, that's big. It's about forty-four million kilometers across. Space, Space fact. fact. Set it to wide mode for the photo. Yeah. That's my advice, NASA. Get your GoPro people. out. Get your GoPros out. Set it on fisheye. Get the whole scope of the thing. Obviously, uh, we send our wishes to the telescope getting sucked into the black hole. <laughs> that is a bit of shame, but it's, it's not... worth It's getting sucked in. You didn't listen to me at all. Space fact. Wait, I got the button. Space, Space fact. fact. Get up with Tim and Jess. Nomad 3 is the shockproof, dropproof, waterproof, Bluetooth portable speaker that handles anything Australia can throw at it. Visit nomadspeaker.com.au. Kids Mystery Song. It is the easiest way to get your hands on a Nomad 3 speaker, thanks to Sprout. It is yeah. such a good speaker. In fact, you can, not only does it play music, which is the main function of the speaker, mm. but you can plug in your phone to charge directly from the speaker too. Guess who's a big old idiot? Who? Me. What'd you do? Well, I only bought a speaker a few months ago, uh, and it's just on-off, volume up, volume I mean, down. what a fool. I have to plug it into my phone for it to... I'm a bit of a cheapo, but uh, I wish I could win this Nomad 3 speaker mm. because it is purely incredible. And we, we took one to the beach this weekend. Yep. Great for a beach hang. Great for a barbecue hang. Threw it in the beach. Still threw worked. It, threw it in the beach. In the beach. Look, what we're doing at the moment is we're playing the mystery <laughs> song. If you can tell, we're playing one second snippets of songs. If you can tell us what it is, 
on 13, 12, 16, you call up, then you get one of the speakers. Value yep. down to $300. First person through gets to take their stab at what it is. It Look, yesterday's one was pretty hard. Yeah. I think today's going to be pretty easy. Today's pretty easy. Here is today's mystery song. <sighs> one more time? Yeah. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. If you can tell us what that song is, you'll get your very own Nomad 3 speaker. Get up with Tim and Jess. Kids Mystery Song. Wherever you want to listen to your music, you need the Nomad 3 speaker for the best possible sound. It'll change your day, mm. and that's the best thing. We've got uh, a heap of them. Uh, what's a good unit of measurement to say of how much we have of these? A truckload. Bring it back. Too much? Bring it back. A ute full. We have a plastic emergency tub worth <laughs> of Nomad 3 That's speakers. Probably the probably most accurate. You can carry it in one tub that you buy at a big <laughs> W or something. And Caitlin from Yapoon, listening to 107.9, uh, has called through this morning. She thinks she knows the mystery song. And Caitlin, uh, one second is not a lot of time, is it? Mm, not really. Not really. <laughs> but is it enough time? Are you like Without giving away your answer just yet, are you feeling pretty confident with today's mystery song? I'm silently confident. Silently. Well, in a verbal-based show, I'm going to need you to change your mindset. But I'll give you one last sneak listen. You have three tries uh, to get it right. Uh, Caitlin, what song is our mystery song today? Is it Taylor Swift, Shake It Off? You should have been loudly confident. Absolutely. Mate, congratulations. You've won a Nomad speaker. These things are genuinely incredible. We've been using it Mm. this week to play our own radio station. We turned off the speakers here in the studio. It'll change your life, Caitlin. It's honestly perfect. I'm gonna. Um, the kids are gonna love it. I'm awesome. Gonna, like, give it to them for their backyard, like school holiday. Yes. Everything. Per- perfect, mate. Stay on the phone. We can grab all your details. Awesome. Thank you. No worries. The- you can have a backyard party at school holidays if you want. <laughs> the Nomad Three Bluetooth speaker is on sale now. You can keep winning them here with us for the rest of the week. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. Well, it was announced a few weeks ago, the dramatic college scandal in America. Dean, you've got a little bit of an update for us. It's looking like jail time for some celebrities. Look, this has taken a turn. Well, it was already a turn for the worst, wasn't it, really? It's taken it to a new level. Let me tell you the update on this. Felicity Huffman, let's, we'll just talk about the famous people involved. There's obviously 37 other families, wealthy right. families. Felicity Huffman has done a plea deal, okay? So she's admitted guilt. Um, she released a statement, and she will be looking at a minimum of four months prison. Every single plea deal that the prosecutor is going to accept must come with jail time. That's wow. their deal. Right? Yeah, I know. It's full on. She's getting a minimum of four months jail time. Lori Loughlin, though, let me tell you this. Because her contribution, contribution, is that the word? 500, payment, bribe, $500,000 actually falls into a category of conspiring to launder. And because it was through a fake charity, she, it's a whole nother level, right? So she'll be looking at a minimum of four to six Years yeah. in jail. They don't take laundering lightly in the US. I guess we're not going to see Aunt Becky on the uh, reunion special <laughs> for Fuller House. So are she we? was on Fuller House. <laughs> so 
there. It's their final <laughs> season. She's not going to be a part of it, is she? Well, you never know. They might incorporate a prison scene. It'd be kind of neat. <laughs> FaceTime her from jail. But look, you know, here's the thing, though. So this is the thing with this case, right? They are making an example of these people. They have humiliated the biggest and most successful schools in the world, and they are going to... They want blood. They want blood. So stay tuned, um, and we're going to see how this unfolds, because I'll tell you what, it's... Oh, it is ugly. Yeah, thanks so much, Dean. Bye, guys. You can check out that and heaps more, as always, at hit.com.au. Training now is thanks to Heron Island. Stay longer with their brand-new boat schedule. Coming up next, though, we have to open the courtroom of Tim and Jess. Well, we save an argument for this time every single week. We only argue on Wednesdays. This one, uh, I don't see it as much of an argument, if I'm being real. Really? Yeah. Is it because you think you've already won? Well, not that I think they've already won. I just don't understand why it's such a big deal. Uh, it's just, it feels ick. And like, we're a civilised society. Let's rein it in, you know? All right. Sorry. I didn't realise I was speaking to Her Majesty, <laughs> the Queen over here. I will open up Her Highness's courtroom in a mere moment. Get up with Tim and Jess. You are about to enter the courtroom of Tim and Jess. The cases are real. The stories aren't always important, but the rulings are final. This is your courtroom. You be the judge. Courtroom is now in session. Tim, you and I have been putting off this argument yes. for a few days now. Huzzah to you, my my opponent. <laughs> is that not how court starts? No. I haven't been. Uh, but I, I still... As much as this is the only time in the week we argue, mm-hmm. and we are going to get a judge, the first person that calls through on 13, 12, 16, as always, they have the final say. I don't think this warrants uh, to be in the courtroom of Tim and Jess. Mate, we could not stop arguing about it on the weekend. Well, That's just, why we've put it in. Yeah, but my argument was more, why is it a big deal? Then Which means my way is right. that it's fine. I think you can do it. We're talking barefoot in public. Now, obviously, there's differences in public places. Like at a beach or a park. Of course, the beach or the park, you know, you might take your shoes off to run around. But we're talking shops. Shops, <laughs> restaurants, the servo. Sorry. If you are not wearing shoes... <laughs> I just, just take your shoes off to have a run around. Often I go to the park, take my shoes off, just have a bit of a gallop, <laughs> just a bit of a skip. I go, all right, where's my shoes? Time to go home. If you are not wearing shoes, it is unacceptable. Really? Well, we're getting a lot of comments from the jury on our Facebook page. Um, You you can comment at HitCQ. A lot of people are saying, um, so Charlie said, who in their right mind will wear no shoes on a very hot day in CQ? Mm. A lot of people, which is why I'm so fired up about it. I think it's fine to not wear shoes, say, to a supermarket or like if you're running in to pick up like takeaway. But say if I'm going to Stockland for the day and I know that I'm going to go to like... I don't know, a, a water, shoot, like a sports water shop or like a billabong place <laughs> or like it. Like if I'm going to shops to buy like a JB Hi-Fi or something like sure. that, I wouldn't go with no shoes. But if I'm just going to the supermarket, absolutely. Why no. do I need to wear shoes? It's so This gross. is Australia. Uh, I think maybe maybe it stems back to my like my disgustingness with feet. Like I just, all feet are just a little bit manky for me. I think, uh, and we've talked about this in the past, you've got city foot. Oh. You've got no callus on your foot. City foot you is walk not a on thing. you walk on gravel and you go <sighs> I got bush foot. It's so calloused that I could stand on a needle and it wouldn't penetrate my foot. Sammy said at home, beach and pool, that's it. That's only times you're allowed to be barefoot. The only times you have. Sorry, in the shower, <laughs> you've got to have your shoes on, according to Tammy. Michael said, wow, is this even a question? People at fuel stations with no footwear drive me crazy. Yeah, you're I'll walking do that. around in fuel. 
I was like, what? It's, it's disgusting. So, it's so callous that it won't burn my foot. God knows what you're picking up on your feet. What's the difference between that and a sweat in your sock? Oh. Mic drop. Sock drop. 13, 12, 16. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think. It nah. doesn't matter what I think. I like that part. doesn't matter what the jury has to say on our Facebook. Thank you so much for attending. We do though. appreciate it. The first person call through yep. has the final say on whether it's okay to be barefoot in a public place. Get up with Tim and Jess. Recess adjourned. Talking barefoot in public. Is it a yes? Is it a no? The jury's getting properly fired up on our Facebook page at Hit CQ. There's arguments within arguments. Yeah, can we just look? Timely reminder, let's all be kind to one another. Like, this is a... It's an open page. You're allowed to have your own opinion. I think... That it shouldn't be be kind to one another. Just don't be the worst. Yeah. Let's change it to don't be the worst. <laughs> uh, but we have been asking in the courtroom of Tim and Jess, the only time you are, we argue for the entire week, uh, barefoot in public, is it good? Is it bad? I'm a big fan of going to the supermarket, petrol station, no should... shoes, no worries, baby. Absolutely. No, shoot, no shoes, no shirt, no service. All right. I didn't realise you were running the local RSL. <laughs> I think that you're overanalyzing. Why is it such important if someone's not it wearing just, shoes? It makes it it's feel not like affecting it, you. It is affecting me because Physically, I have to look at their feet. Look up! Yuck. See, this is an argument. This is a perfect time. We're really getting heated. I thought I didn't care. Clearly I was wrong. It doesn't matter what you and I think, though, Tim. It Thank only you. matters what our judge, Amy, from Rockhampton has to say. Absolutely. Amy, before we get into it, uh, quick question. What type of uh, shoe are you into? I'm a thong girl. I have to wear thongs. You gotta wear right. thongs. So thongs are even like some people uh, say that thongs are like just super bogan to wear around, and that's properly <laughs> yeah. insulting. I've actually Brendan made a good point, Amy, on our Facebook page. He said, "If your pluggers blow out, is there any other choice?" Yeah, but I would say pluggers are the cheapest shoe option. Amy, Go buy yourself a new pair. Amy, you can buy a three dollars pair from Big W. Exactly. Du- during summer is coming the two week road trip last year. On the first day. I had a blowout. Yeah. And I, tr- I got as many brake clips as I could, but then eventually they all snap, right? And then yeah. I had a day where we didn't stop and I couldn't buy a new pair of plugs. I don't want to be, like, scrutinised because I didn't stop at a petrol station to buy a pair of Southern <laughs> Cross thongs with a Brahmin bull no on one it. asked you to buy those <laughs> ugly thongs. <laughs> they, they, were, they were beautiful. But, Amy, I have a feeling I know where your decision's leading. And as you are the judge this morning, put on your wig... Get your Voldemort gown on <laughs> and pick up your hammer. Uh, final ruling, barefoot in public, yes or no? No. It's really disappointing. I think it's... Amy, I think thank it's, you. I, I, I Finally, we're going to have some civilization yeah. in CQ. I respect your, your ruling, but I just don't understand why it's such a big deal. I don't I, well, get it. Well, I hate, I hate feet just as much as Jess does. Yeah, it's gross, isn't it? The thought of, like, they everyone's are. feet... Like walking around and like touching where well, I'm going to be walking around. Maybe you two should hang out and just lock toes this weekend. Amy, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to lube oh, them up with mayonnaise first, guys. Oh, that's a, that's Tim. a sneaky tip. Thanks. For, I feel like I've won now, even yeah. though I've lost. I've really. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I for, think you've taken that. Thanks for being the judge this morning, Amy. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, you know anything what? between my toes? You know no, what? thank you. Mayonnaise and toes sounds oh. like sticking together. Oh, Tim. Can you just put a mark up yeah. on the board for me? Six each for the year so far. Congratulations. You level again. Even Stevens. She's coming back. <laughs> Bad show. Great saying. Get up with Tim and Jess. If you want to win $1,000, listen. Your chance to win. Thanks ah. to Stockland, Gladstone and Rockhampton this morning. $1,000 in Stockland vouchers could be coming your way.
Yesterday, I accidentally said Stockhampton, <laughs> and I can't stop saying it. Like, I'm, my brain has now latched mm. onto that as, instead of Stockland, Rockhampton, I say Stockhampton. Yeah, thanks to Stockhampton and Glad... Glad, glad Hampton. Glad... Look, if... if Rock. <laughs> Molly was the first person to call through on 13, 12, 16. Now, Molly, do you know the rules of Alpha Bucks? I certainly do. All right, so if, if you're not Molly, the rules are... You have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions. They've all got to start with the same letter, and you can't use the same answer twice. Yes. No worries. Let's give you $1,000 today, Molly. I've got a good feeling. (laughs) Your letter is M for Mary, and your time starts now. A kitchen utensil. Mixer. A musical. Mamma Mia. Chocolate bar. Morello. Holiday destination. Monaco. Cocktail. Uh, Mocktail, does that count? <laughs> female movie star. Mariah Carey. Famous oh. cricketer. Oh, um, don't know. Huh? Car brand. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Couple of questionable answers there, Tim. Yeah. Is a, would a mocktail be an acceptable answer for a cock? No, we're getting a no in the room. No, I'm probably sorry, need to Molly. be alcoholic. And it was your letter, mate. <laughs> yeah. I know. What are you doing to me? I know. That's all right. Hey, you did, Molly, you did pretty well. Asking for a famous cricketer is just a cruel question, is it not? I know. Who started, who, who's a famous it. cricketer starting with them? Mark Waugh, Michael Vaughan, Michael Clark, oh, Marcus um, Stoinis. I mean, he, he's just showing off now, isn't he? All right, he, so who realised I was speaking cricket? <laughs> um, hey, Molly, you did a, a really good effort, mate, so you should be proud of yourself. You never know. You might play another day, hey? I'm going to try again. Yep, good <laughs> stuff, mate. Uh, if you want to play Alpha Bucks this time, every single day, make sure you are listening out. Hopefully we can send someone home with a grand one day. Yeah, here's hoping. Thank- it's all thanks to the veranda at Stockland Gladstone. It's open late every single night. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. We didn't get a break at all, but from Married at First Sight straight into Bachelor in Paradise. Not even a week or a day. It was. Married at First Sight finished, the next day Bachelor in Paradise started. <laughs> yep. What a joke. And look, Channel 10 has been teasing two things, two big things in their upcoming Bachelor in Paradise. They've got a lot of um, people from Nick Cummins' season, of course. Um, So they were teasing that Brooke from his season had a big announcement. And the other thing they were teasing, which is happening tonight, I believe, is Alex and Richie's final standoff. It's going to be huge. But I want to focus on the first. Well, who are these people and why are they having a standoff? Well, Alex and Richie, Alex was was the one who won Richie's season of Bachelor. So Richie used to be a Bachelor. Yes, he was the Bachelor. And he picked Alex and they were together and then they weren't. And then she was engaged to somebody else. Okay. So we're going to find out all the details soon. They've just put a whole bunch of angry hot people on an island. They have, and that's why it's great. Right. Brooke had a big announcement, and last night, episode one, bang, we got this. My last day with Nick, we were on, like, a motorbike. <laughs> was, I thought there was definitely chemistry there, and, like, yeah, we developed something pretty good. And I thought maybe I would be, like, a girl at the end, but then he stopped the cameras and like, smothered his, like, mic to tell me that he wasn't going to pick anyone in the end. What? 
Now, you remember, famously, Nick is the first Bachelor in, I think, history sure. to not pick anybody at the end. He dragged two girls to New Caledonia, picked neither of them. Mate, I'd take a free holiday. Brooke to knew. The she was in the top three. He told her, I'm not picking anyone, and she's had to hold on to that secret. Mm. Huge. I did like that. So we were on a motorbike. <laughs> That was her And uh, it's always good. If you're ever inquisitive about anything, just have one of these handy. Be like, oh, did you pick up a loaf of bread? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Are you picking up the kids from school? <laughs> what? It's your turn. It is your turn. That show, whoever edits it, put them on the Oscars. It's Incredible. so good. Anyway, wow. it continues. <laughs> You can check out more about it at hits.com.au. All thanks to Heron Island, yeah. you can stay longer with their new boat schedule. That's a it's better already island. Begun. Less crap on that island. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Not a great incident. There, there was an assault on a golf course in Gladstone uh, oh, in the last week or two. Someone threw a beer can, hit someone else in the head, uh, got a bit of a cut, broke his glasses. Not happy, so the police were called, obviously, right, to, come, okay. to come and check this out. The interesting part is the guy that were, was hit, he was driving his golf buggy, obviously, around the golf course. Yeah. Uh, the police went there, um, and they ended up noticing that he was stumbling a little bit left, a little bit right, did a, did a breath test. Turns out he was over the limit. He's been charged with uh, driving under the influence. Well, of course, the golf buggy. But I, I did not realise that a golf course was a... Place like that. Yeah, that's true. Hey. I would love to have Butch in, the senior police sergeant here in Gladstone. Yeah. We can't get hold of him. <laughs> but I, I didn't know that that was a law. I the, mean, the guy that threw the can in the end that hurt him didn't even get charged. This bloke's had to pay a $600 fine in court Ooh. yesterday for driving under the influence. You he lost his license. Also, get charged for riding a bike under the influence, can't you? Yeah. Like, you know, like, can you, is that the same if you get caught in a park on a bike? Well, I don't know. I don't know enough about laws. <laughs> Butch, where are you? Cool. Can you? I know I'm going away for the next few days. Yeah. Can you get Butch on the show? I think we need, we do up. need to clear this up. Yeah, it's very interesting. Because, like, all joke, like a little bit funny, but who's ever, what golf cart isn't being driven by someone that's had a beat okay. in most circumstances <laughs> at a golf course? And you've been wondering why your, your game's so bad, Timmy. I've been, I've been playing golf off. sober like a fool. I think they have a, a drink or two, maybe. But <laughs> I'm, it's just I didn't realise that a golf course was somewhere that you could be done. Obviously, if you're, you're in a vehicle on a golf course, but not a golf well, course. Well, I guess, do they have the rule, like, do you have to be overrated? Do you have to have a driver's licence to drive to have, a... to have a golf buggy, I'm pretty sure you have to be the age of a, over the age of 16. Right. But I could be wrong. Because I used to play golf when I was, like, 15, 16, and we used to be able to hire golf carts. You used to have to put a deposit right. down. And they got angry when you guys just <laughs> sunk some beers. No, we didn't sink beers as sixteen-year-olds. I sunk putts. That's <laughs> oh. what I would. That's what I would do. Would love to. If you know the law, if you're a lawyer, mm. please call the show because Butch isn't answering our calls <laughs> or text messages. Yes, He's no. meant to be a friend of the show. <laughs> At what point do your friend not touch you? Hope, hope all is well though, Butch. If everything's okay, I don't, don't want to be putting salt into a wound. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Give us a call if you know. I mean, if you can is, shed any light yeah, on this Shed any light, because that sounds strange. Hectic. Absolutely. Get up with Tim and Jess. Before we get out of here, we're just chatting about a local bloke that's been fined for driving under the influence, uh, driving a golf cart Yeah, Gladstone Golf Course. A crazy story. Yeah. Um, and we had no idea whether you could get fined, yeah. especially because it's on the golf course. Is that like 
private property? Does it's, that matter? It's a bit accusing. Terry's called through to, uh, I don't know, shed some light on it, I guess. Terry, uh, what do you think? Is uh, driving a golf cart a, a bit iffy? Uh, like, can you be charged, do you think? You can even get charged if you're riding a horse uh, um, and yeah. Yeah, over the limit. Seriously? Because remember we heard about this. Someone got um, pulled over in a bottle because they took yeah. their horse through right. in the drive through yeah. bottle and they got done yeah. in by the cops huh. saying you're over limit riding uh, Miss Daisy over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're in charge of any um, form of transport, I think you can get charged. And like, it doesn't matter so that even it's on, on a golf, golf course. course. Yeah, 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 even if you... Um, uh, on your property, like if you're out on the property and you you get pulled <gasps> out. Like on a lo- say if I've got five acres and I'm on my <laughs> lawnmower and I've had 30 beers, yep. I-, I can get yep. charged for DUI. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you'd also have to have your stomach pumped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, T- Terry, I pre- it's always a good day when you learn something, so thank you very much for shedding a bit of light on it. No worries. Have a good day. You too, buddy. I mean, I think the general rule of thumb is if you're going to have a drink, just stay put. Yep. Hey, be responsible with it, of course. But, look, we've got to get out of here. I'm going to be back on Tuesday just heading off for my sister's wedding, so yeah. enjoy Jess by yourself. Enjoy being a, a bridesman. Thank you very much. But I in can't the meantime, wait to see you in the dress. Hit.com.au if you want to nominate someone special in your life to be the leader on our Easter Street Parade float. Yeah, given the spotlight they deserve, um, we're going to be picking a winner this week. So, Tim, I'll let you know yep. who we select. That's good, but head to our Facebook. The final episode of Marooned at First Sight is live right now. Just search for Hit Central Queensland. The finale you've been waiting for. All right, I will see you tomorrow. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.